I got a little tub of SD cards. A little tub of this dick. Well, I don't know what it's on any of these cards, but <laughs> whatever. All let's right. hope it's nothing let's important just, that I erased. Override Fuck it. it. Let's make sure we got enough room. Yeah, whatever. We'll see what happens when it happens. It's a, it's, it's a wait and see situation. Yeah, it's definitely a wait and see situation. I'm just living, you know? Yeah, we're all just living. <laughs> just living this fucking life. <laughs> and then we all die. <laughs> I'm not gonna remember any one bit of it. I've been, I've been in a really good place lately. <laughs> that's just how it is. Not necessarily saying it's good or bad. It's just yeah. that's what it is. That is what it is, girl. That's true. You're the philosophy. Major obviously, right I'm now. in a good mood. Yeah, I was gonna say you're obviously in a place. I should have. Um, um, I should have majored in philosophy. I mean, that, my philosophy teacher said. I'm be majoring in philosophy. Girl, you think that philosophy teacher still has a job in this economy? Probably not. Exactly. So, you know, if I could go back in time, I would have majored in like nursing or yeah. mechanical engineering. Not because I want to do any of those things. If I'm just looking at job opportunities. It's never too late, beeps. I'm not going back to school, bitch. I'm still paying off the loans that yeah. I took out when I was fucking in my teens. Yeah. Uh, so no, I'm not going back to school. Should we introduce the podcast? Oh, it's Roommate Pod, Adventures in Roommating. I'm Megan Tonjes. And I'm Keith Batista. We're a couple of friends. And we live in LA. And we live together. And we live together. But we don't fuck or anything. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. Barely touch. I've hugged you recently. You have hugged me recently. It's happened on occasion. Usually I try to every few weeks give you one little hug to make you in the middle of you turn in. Uh, by the kitchen. I try to give you a little awkward hug just to... I like awkward hugs. Yeah, girl, I give them to you. But you've been giving me hugs lately, so yeah, you know, I hug myself all the time. That was me using code for masturbation. I was gonna say, does that mean you touch yourself? Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I feel you like I the, touch myself the most on Mondays. You hug your clitoris, girl. You go every, to work, every day, girl. You go to work, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll touch myself like three or four times. On uh, Mondays. Mondays are my day. It's not like I get them out for the week. It's I do it throughout the week. Megan's but, Monday. But it, there's just something about a Monday where I'm like, well. I yeah. don't want to get up and do things. Well, I was home for two days, and it's your first day, like, without me. That's true. I get it, you know. Oh, I touch myself while you're here. Don't worry. Never, I touch myself when you're stopped. not here so, okay, and while well, you're here. Like, girl, I touch myself all the time. <laughs> it's a great out-touch conversation. each other, girl? What about touching Wait, what? each other? I said no. you want to out-touch ourselves? I thought you were, gonna, you were saying help touch each other, and I always no. said no. No, no, thank you. Um, oh, I could definitely out-touch myself. Compared, I, if, I, if it were a competition between you and me, <laughs> I could absolutely win. Oh, yeah. I could rack up those orgasms. Yeah. Yeah. I need a, ref- I have a refractory period. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I just need a few seconds to think some cool thoughts and then I'm <laughs> back cool at it. Off, Imagine another person, you know, uh, it's, it is what it is. I miss sex, girl. <laughs> girl, don't worry, girl. After a few years, you don't really miss it that much. You realize it's so oh. much better in your head. Yeah. Yeah. As I suckle on my water. I wish I had water. Well, bitch, when we were five feet from a kitchen, I you know. could do whatever you There's want. There's a can in my room I can go get. You could also go get the can I'll of wait. water in your room. Oh. <laughs> I'm not asking you to do nothing. You do whatever you want, girl. I'm here regardless. Why is this not logging in for me? What are you trying to do? I'm trying to log into the fucking Patreon, girl. Why are you we, my dick? I'm just asking. <laughs> <laughs> Gaslighting, motherfucker. Oh, my fucking dick. I'm not gaslighting you. I didn't make you feel like something wasn't real. I let you know. Yeah. Get off my dick. <laughs> I feel right, like you're you on my dick, which means it's a real thing that I'm feeling, which makes it a valid Ooh, emotion. Just, just jump. Um, I was going to ask how you are, Biebs, but I feel like that's a, Ooh, <laughs> that's that's a, a loaded, loaded question. question, girl. I mean, you might uh, as well dive into it. I mean, you can dive in whatever you can dive into. Um, you know how you n- named 
uh, an episode, the one where Keith cries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's probably going to be... Keith cries part two. Keith cries again. Or, yeah, part two. <laughs> Keith keeps crying. <laughs> you opened, um, opened that little floodgate of emotions up, and now that Capricorn can't stop it. What's kind of nice is that these episodes come out, like, a month after we shoot them or <laughs> yeah. record them. Yeah. And so, like, even, I even get, you know, listeners who will send me a message being like, you know, oh, my God, I just heard this. I know this happened, like, months ago, but, yeah. you know, I just know... I just want to say, you know, reach out and say blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they 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 know. You hugging your neck with your hands right now, girl. I'm holding my head up <laughs> with my hands so like around a my neck. Sweater around your neck. I'm a little cold. Are you a little you a little freezing? I'm okay. All right. Marco's a little cold too. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about you, bitch. I yeah. got her new bed, new cat. Bed. Oh yeah, does she? She's not loving it. No, she's been laying in it, but I think she wishes there were more cushions. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put all of her toys inside of it to give mm. her a little because she was trying to root today, and I feel like it wasn't she wasn't getting what she wanted. But mm-hmm. then she kept disappearing inside of it, and curling up. Oh, well, so. she's probably just she's just remaking it, you know. Yeah, she's just remaking it. If you think you're going out right now, you're incorrect. No, she's just staring at the shoes, girl. Okay, let her stare. Are hey, haunted? go lay you down. You hear ghosts? Go lay down. Oh, she coming to you. Go lay down. You. Go lay down in your bed. Go, 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 go. Oh, I see you. Hi. All right, girl, why don't you get into whatever you want to oh, get into, girl? Um, okay, so, I mean, <laughs> I don't exactly remember what I said in the last time we recorded. I don't remember what I said But earlier. I definitely alluded to the fact that a few months ago, you know, my girlfriend and I decided she she wanted a break. Mm-hmm. And then I told my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> And I was in a terrible state of confusion. Yeah. Car accident was a metaphor for all the shit and, that was about to yeah, happen. And uncertainty and, you know, my girl and I, it was just a terrible two months mm. for me at least because, you know, suspended. I felt like I was in limbo and I felt like I had no clear indication of what exactly was going on. Yeah. It's a horrible I put myself through a, a lot of changes. Yeah. That are ultimately positive. Mm-hmm. You know, I started working out more. I signed up for a yoga studio. I'm cooking. I'm taking care therapy. of myself. I'm in therapy. I'm meditating still. Not as much, but I am. You were journaling. I was journaling. And so, yeah, my girl left for Europe for like two and a half weeks. And we pretty much didn't talk mm. for that time. And so after she got back, I was like, we need to talk. You know, and uh, <laughs> I wrote like a five-page Google Doc. Of course, you Capricorn like asked it. <laughs> all any and all of my notes because I was gonna just. You were like bullet point number one, part yeah. A, section no, three. No, <laughs> not like that. It was gonna be to reference, but yeah, you know, I've I done that before. You know, she and I kind of agreed to talk on a day like it was a Friday. Mm-hmm. And she had just gotten back from her trip and she actually had to travel again and she had like a, she got sick, you know, and she was like, I need to push us talking because I'm just not in the right headspace. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad she did that because I think I would have went in far hotter. Yeah. Uh, A little little time to cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was angry. Yeah. You know, I was confused and. uh... Yeah, girl. I just couldn't figure it out. You know, I was like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. Or what could I have done? Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, there was problems with her that I realized. And so I wanted to, like, address them, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, like, I wrote everything out. So I think I was going to go in hotter than I probably should have. And I'm, so I'm glad she pushed it back and we ended up talking 
the next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That was two Wednesdays ago, as of tomorrow. Yeah. And basically, I went in, and uh, <laughs> it was f- cool because actually, I had my therapy right before. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really good, like <laughs> prep, you know. You're like, listen, <laughs> let's go through this like an SAT prep. <laughs> and my therapist kept asking me. She's like, "Well, what do you want?" And I was like, "Yeah, what's the outcome?" That I you want, want my girl to be happy. I want my girl to essentially take me back. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "No, what do you want?" <laughs> you're yeah. like, you're, you're describing what she kind of wants, and I was like, "I want to be with her. Mm. I want to work through it. Yeah, whatever it is." She needs to go through. I, you know, mm-hmm. I just want to be able to work through it. <clears throat> that was the first thing I told her. Yeah. And like right from her reaction, from me saying that, I, c- I can't remember exactly what she said, but I remember how I felt, and I was like, "Oh fuck, this is over." Yeah. Your body picked up all the cues, and you were like, "Oh, like, I'm in a place where I want to work on it. She's not in a place where she wants to work yeah, on this exactly, right now." Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, that's hard, girl. And, you know, when she first took the break, she said things like, you know, I'm optimistic. Mm-hmm. And I thought that meant about us. Mm. And she I, meant about, like, the future in general. Yeah. It seemed a little, I don't know. Yeah. But that was just a small part. But basically, yeah, we just, I just remember, like, right off the bat, I was like, I remember I kept saying, damn. Yeah. And I think that got to her. Mm. She was like, what? I'm like, just damn. Because in my mind, I'm like... She was, she was someone I really uh, saw myself with for ever, really, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I just felt like it came out of nowhere. Yeah. I felt like I had no chance. You know, I, I always would check in with her every few months, you know? To be yeah, like, how's I, the relationship? I remember, going, yeah, you, know? you were talking about that. Like, you would, you guys have to have these checkups to make sure everything yeah. was like, okay. What can we work on? What do you want? Exactly. It's like because I wanted to avoid this kind of thing where it's like, yeah, if you're feeling something, like, let's talk about it, mm. not like let it build up to the point where it's just poof, done, over. Yeah. Um. God, I love her so much. Yeah. And it's only been two weeks, and I miss her so much. Ooh, girl, it's... We're still talking. You know, we're trying to be friendly. Yeah. I'm still figuring it out if that's good for me or not. Yeah. My therapist said to just pay attention to how I feel. And honestly, when she does reach out to me, I do feel good. Like, it feels good to talk to her. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that night we just talked for hours. And, you know, she I think she even covered some things about herself. That about, she didn't realize. That she might not have realized. Mm-hmm. She was acting in ways that were, you know, I just... Maybe from her I own was trauma. A, from her own trauma, from her past. Um, mm-hmm. um, Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. But it's like, you know, it's crazy when you look back too, and it's like I remember bringing up something to her about how like, you know, I would just profess my love for her sometimes, you mm-hmm. know. And I recalled how she reacted. Mm-hmm. And it made her uncomfortable. And, like, we both, like, kind of, like, realized it. Yeah. And she said something like how, you know, she was afraid of how much she loved me. Mm-hmm. And so when I would express and be vulnerable like that, mm-hmm. she, like, the opposite happened for her. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing to remember in that <sighs> is 
and what you, I think you struggle with is feeling like, I think this is like in a breakup, first of all, I know of very few breakups that are ever feeling like everyone's getting in their word and everyone knows what's happening and everyone feels like at peace with how it's gone. But yeah. I would say that there are, how's I going to say this? Uh, there are things that sometimes we just have to work through on our own. And sometimes, and I get that. I get and, that. Yeah, and sometimes you go into a situation and you think you're ready for it and you think you're healed from the last situation you were in and you're not. And it's not a matter of her not loving you or it not being real or not having been a good thing. It doesn't mean, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Who knows how things work out or who becomes who in your life or how things reconnect or who you become to even push past that and not even want that anymore. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that there's a doubt, at least from what I've seen, and in reality, that there wasn't, there's not love there. No, I don't think she doesn't love me. You know? I think... Um... Look, she needs to do what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, you know, I I know because I've been through a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. And I know that what she and I had was so good, mm-hmm. so mature, mm-hmm. so respectful, so communicative. You know, clearly there were some vulnerability issues on her end that, I don't know, maybe I was ignoring or I just... Think- I also felt like I needed to give her that space because of what she had been through. Yeah. You know, when we first got together, it was very casual at first. I mean, yeah. we didn't tell each other we loved each other until like a year in. Yeah. And I, we kept our distance. We even like saw other people. Like, you know, I really wanted to make sure that she got sort of this out of, that out of her system, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. And look, I know, you know, she says... It was really nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. But I can't help believe that there's just, there were things about me that I needed to change that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I am now for sure. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that. Um, You're talking. You're just letting it out. You don't have to go anywhere with it. Um, were you going to say something? Probably knowing my ass. But <laughs> <laughs> I think that, look, this is grief. I recognize this is grief because I've had a lot of it. (laughs) I've I've been, it's weird too, because, and I know this is normal, but like after, you know, the day after Mm -hmm. that, that actual breakup, I mean, that was a rough night, man. I mean, she drove me home. We were crying in the car. I could, I literally couldn't let go of her hand. Yeah. I I just couldn't get out of the car. That's one of those things where, you know, when you, after a conversation, you walk away, it's never going to quite be what it was. And it's, it's like closing a door in some ways, even if it happens, come back together, you guys wouldn't be able to be the same people. I think that this is, this is a revealing and an unveiling of not just her stuff, but I mean, all you can really focus on is you and the stuff that. What was I going to say real quick was that, you know, the day after that happened, I was a wreck, of course. Yeah. But the day after that. (laughs) (laughs) I felt a sense of peace, mm-hmm. you know, that the clarity, that manic confusion that I went through the past two months was fucking torture and yeah. it finally was over, you know? Yeah. And so I've been better than I had been mm-hmm. since the breakup. Yeah. 
or since the break, really, you know. But I don't know, just something about this past weekend. I'm trying to think, like. Well, girl, I think I that. I don't know. I think that there I don't are know a few what things. It, but I, I think there are a few things something. that are going on. I think if you're not eating enough and you don't feel good. I've been working out. No, I know. Yeah. But like there, there are other compartments that need to be filled because regard, you weren't feeling good the other day and then you got sad and, or the day, the one day that you were upset, like I think Saturday or whatever, you hadn't really eaten much that day. Yeah. I'm not saying that, that caused yeah, it. Yeah. What no, I'm saying, right, though, what yeah. I'm saying is that when your body is already in a place where it doesn't feel good, yeah. my mind always goes to the really negative things or the things that I'm stressed about, the things that I'm hyper-focused on that I can't yeah. figure out. And, and you're already so in a place much. where you can't fix anything or you can't focus because you don't feel good. So it just, it ends up with an emotional response and just a purging of all those emotions. Yeah. And, you know, it's not just my relationship. It's, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. Everything happening at once. Yeah. I mean, I think... My this car is, was a big problem. Oh yeah. I mean, I have been I've been using Uber Pool. Yeah. You know, I might even start taking the bus. Yeah. To at least work because there's a pretty direct route. Um. I think that. Have you ever taken the bus here? No. Do I just like swipe a credit card? Like, how does that? <laughs> do I, I need, no, do I need I to get no a idea. metro card? Uh, I think I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. All right. Um, something to Google. Yeah. Um. But I think I looked it up once and it was like either exact change or like I think you could put some put something on a car. Anyway, side story. Oh, before I forget, I just wanted to go back to the Yeah. This I you know, this idea of I, I've been through a lot of relationships. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, what she and I had was so good. We mm-hmm. were really good for each other. Mm-hmm. We were mature, we were communicative, we were silly and stupid and funny, you know. Mm-hmm. We were a good team, you know. Yeah. And so it's like, there's a part of me that's like, wow. I don't know how the word is, but it's like, for me to not fight to keep that mm. feels bad. Yeah. And it's not like something I can fight to keep because it's really, it seems, you know. Because you would be fighting against her wishes, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So it's but like, I just need to say that, like, it was so rare for me. Mm. I think for a lot of people to find someone you're like, Ooh, you check like all that the boxes where it was like, not perfect. No, but mm. like I felt so secure. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is a great, great thing I'm in. Mm-hmm. I better not fuck it up. Girl, you put so much pressure on yourself. girl. And I know it's not about me, but you know, but I think that... I can't help but feel like I fucked it up. That's part of it. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it for you is that you feel like I did something and wrong. And I know I didn't. I know I didn't. Yeah. You know, sure, I had some shit I had to work on. Mm-hmm. But it was never something she communicated, you know, that I needed to Yeah. To do to save the relationship. This truly seemed to be like her just needing to be alone and know what that's like. Mm-hmm. And what she also said is that she doesn't want to feel... Um, Responsible for my happiness, mm-hmm. which to me was like a weird thing to say. Yeah, not that it was weird, but it's like. But maybe she felt that pressure from you seeing this as such a perfect situation to be in, and this is so good. Yeah, and so much of your happiness was tied up in that. Not to say well, that she I was creating she was that, but talking more like you know, if she wanted to move, 
mm-hmm. or if she'd she have wanted to, to consider do that, what she, she would was have to do. think about it. But it's like, yeah, you know, I explained to her like in any relationship, mm-hmm. not any relationship, but a lot of relationships. There's a couple and they're together, mm-hmm. whatever, if they're married, whatever. And then one of them gets like a crazy good job opportunity. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I got to move to New York or I got to move to Boston. Mm-hmm. One, you know, one spouse will move with them, mm-hmm. you know, give up what they're doing and move with them and find something else. So I think of kind of Mike and Zoya in that sense, mm-hmm. where Mike was like, I got to go to LA and try this shit. And Zoya yeah. was like, I love you and I'm going to come with you. Yeah. And I'm going to figure mean, it out. Sometimes, so, sometimes they have to they stay apart for a bit and just make it long distance. But right. But my point is that there wasn't that. Pr- I didn't ever indicate that pressure where it's like mm-hmm. you had to. Not that I'm willing to drop everything at the dime, mm-hmm. a drop of a hat. But it's like that's how much I loved her. Mm-hmm. So much I love her. Yeah. Or it's like, I mean, look. She even we were gonna <laughs> move. We were going to move yeah, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like she asked me to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, it's such a great opportunity. Great experience. Like how could I not? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't think that's pressure or a bad thing. Like, But I think that you know, sometimes it's not about pressure that the other person is putting on you or feels that they're putting on you. Sometimes it's just about you're being triggered about old situations or you feel that pressure overall. You're looking at the rest of your life and you're like, okay, am I going down this path or am I going to try to do this before I go down this path? And so I really don't think it's inherently about you making her feel anything. I think it's... No, you're right. You know, I, I don't she think... She doesn't want it to be with anybody. Yeah. You know, it's not like she's like just didn't want to be with me. She just didn't want to be in a relationship. I swear to God, if she gets into another relationship. <laughs> Girl, but here's the thing with that, though, is that we can't control how we change, the rate that we change, what we find, who we connect with. And I think she's making the best decision for herself right now. No, I know, I know. Within that, you are grieving and you're going to grieve. And that whole, I shared that the other day where it was like healing and it was just like, instead of a straight line, it was like oh, all yeah. over the place. And like I said, I've been good. Like I have been good for But it's never going to be a straight days. line. It's going to be, what was that? You see a ghost? It's a bright light just turned me. on. It scared me. Um, I think it's, I it's the, her. You know, it's that's the what it hardest is. thing about it. You grieving know, I lost my best friend. And feeling loss is that there is no straight line. There is no... Okay, I hit this step, mark it off. Okay, on to the next one. There's no intellectualizing grief. There yeah. just isn't. There are things that you can make a part of your armor. There are things that you can use to ground yourself. There are, but really like coming back to feeling good and loving things and people again, it's a process where some days are good and some days are not yeah. good. And, uh, and it's I a scary I... thing to be in because you can't think your way out of it. You just have to go through it. Yeah. You know, I've been here before. Yeah. You know, I've been through this before and I know, I know I'll be okay. Yeah. But when you're in it, you're in it. But I, I just can't let go yet. I mean, it's only been two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. You know. It's going to take time. And I still want her to be in my life. And I think she will be. She's like really important. She's like so smart. I think it's one of those things where. So fucking smart. 
you just can't be what you were together right now. And it doesn't mean that you guys can't be a part of each other's lives, that you can't be best friends, that it can't, you know, but there needs to be that time where you can grieve, she can grieve, you guys can grow. And then whoever you come back to each other as, you never know. That's the thing too. It's like, she was like, you know, don't wait for me or or whatever. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm not. (laughs) I already had a date planned, in fact. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, The weekend prior to us talking that night. Um, But, uh, you know, I I won't lie and say that I have a small shred of hope. Mm -hmm. You know, at least down the line. Yeah. Because, again, we were... We were good. Yeah. I think it's... Girl, if there's anything that I've learned in this life, it is that when you are in it, it is all you can see. It is all you can feel. And all of the regret and a hyper-focus on everything that was, it feels insurmountable. Yeah. But when you have space from it and you have time and you... Are grounded in yourself again. I think you're going to look back. I really do. I think you're going to look back, and you're going to see whatever the lesson in this was for you, for for both of you, for her. Well, look. I mean, I've already. And this is the beginning. I went through a lot of shit, taking care of myself more than I mm-hmm. have in a very long time. And it might take months. And it will take months. And absolutely. It's going to take months. It's going to take years of routine and reconnecting and healing and it's not a straightforward process and it, there are going to be points where you have to constantly check in with yourself every day every hour to be like what am i doing is this what i want to be doing am i happy like how's my body reacting to this and yeah. it's just going to constantly be you calibrating and readjusting yourself even in con in having contact with her there might be weeks where you're like it's good there might be weeks where you're like oh this is the worst thing ever and all you can do be honest about that and communicate it and be honest with yourself. That's it. Yeah. You got to take care of yourself. I can't wait to see my therapist tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think therapy is going to help. It's going to give you some of those tools. I think finding Just being able to talk things even. to be excited about, things to connect with, whether that's like other art or other people, reconnecting with friends, you know, that that's you've been doing. That's another positive thing. I've reconnected with a bunch of people and I'm trying to be more social. I am more social now. Yeah. And I've said this before, but... Um, I mean, look, I talked to my I mom. I started doing my trailer scrubs again on my YouTube channel. I talked to my mom today, and, and she and she she relates with a lot of this, obviously. But, yeah. um, you know, I've seen her go through <sighs> a very similar experience. But yeah. when your identity gets so wrapped up in this relationship, this thing that you and this other person have created. It's on this pedestal of like, this is the best thing in my life right now. Inevitably, the world (laughs) is going to shake things apart. And sometimes it's going to be for the better for that thing. And sometimes it's going to be better for those people, but not that thing. And the important thing, I think really what a lot of some of this stuff is, is that so much of who you were was connected to this relationship. Mm-hmm. And just, it doesn't feel like it right now. I just saw a life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that doesn't mean and that you're not going to that's never happened have... to me in my life. Yeah. You know, I was always very much like, I don't know if I'll ever settle down. Yeah. I'll probably just jump from relationship to relationship. Mm-hmm. 
And then I met her. Yeah. Girl, I mean, it is, you're going through heartbreak. Yeah. It makes sense. It's okay to feel these things. You were together for years. You know, what I'm realizing, though, is that what I want and what she wasn't giving me mm-hmm. was that that deep, passionate love mm. that I, I felt for her, mm-hmm. which she clearly was holding back on mm-hmm. or didn't feel the same way. She said she did love me a lot, but yeah. that she was holding back and she mm-hmm. realized that's from definitely some trauma mm-hmm. in her past. Um, and so I realized that, you know, I think my therapist made me realize she's like, she wasn't what you wanted mm. ultimately, or she wasn't the person yet that you needed. Yeah. You know, I think I, there were I, conditions for both of you that would have had to change for you to fit perfectly in the way that you needed to for where you, you were. Believe it or not, I'm sort of a romantic mm-hmm. and I believe in like that passionate, deep love yeah. where it's like, if you want to move somewhere. Fine, let's go. Mm-hmm. All I need is you. Yeah. And that's not to say, you know, it's, it's a bit uh, romantic. <laughs> but, you know. It is I'm romantic. I'm willing to, to I, I kind of want someone where it's like, so long as we have each other, we'll mm-hmm. be okay. Yeah. That's kind of what I want. And that's not what she was giving me. But there's a lesson. Yeah. You tapped into something. I thought she was. That you thought, but forget her for a second. You tapped into something that you didn't even know you wanted or were capable of feeling or getting to, right? Yeah. And regardless of how things happen, you now know what you're capable of and what you want. Whoever you end up with is going to be someone that can show that to you in the same way at the same time. I have a bad fear that now I'm going to be... Closed off again? Closed off again, yeah. I mean, that's part of the... That is, girl... Or at least... The lessons that we learn, we will keep relearning. That's the thing, though. It's like I felt like I was careful with, with her, you know. But here's, but here's part of that, too. I know. It's not, it's not me. It here's the thing. Do with me. If you're in a situation oh, where you're being careful or you're holding yourself back or, you know, you're, you're uh, maybe making the right... You're making an assumption, but you're making the right... You're seeing things for what they are and you're moving accordingly. Yeah, just being strategic. You're shifting yourself in ways, but being strategic. Both of you were kind of keeping things from each other for different to, so, so that you didn't hurt each other or shake things up or make it a bigger deal than it was. Yeah. Because obviously both of you wanted it to be good, but we're dealing separately with whatever was happening in the relationship. To save each other. I think deep down, like, I kind of knew. And again, that's why, especially at the beginning, I was like, I don't want to overwhelm her. She just got out of a huge, yeah, relationship. A huge relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, a very long, traumatic relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was just... Yeah. I mean, I think that <sighs> they're... <sighs> I mean, even then, I was like, yeah. this is probably a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> But she was so Let's incredible. She was so incredible. Yeah, you went for it. There's nothing wrong in that. I don't think that any of this is a mistake. This is... Yeah, I need another tissue. Yeah, go for it. Be right back. This is what it was supposed to be. And 
the journey to whoever you're going to be and whoever she's going to be and how, how, where your place is in each other's lives. This is a part of it. And this is the worst of it. You know? Like you're at, you've hit rock bottom in it. And so now, now it's building it back up. And, you know, look, I know that when I'm in situations even remotely close to this, the last thing I want to hear is like, you'll love again. You'll find someone else. Don't worry. You'll be better. I just can't hear that right now. (laughs) No, no, no. I know. But what I'm saying is that, and this is what my mom, my mom, my mom always says this to me. My mom, my mom, my mom, was, um, and this is what I say to myself when I'm going through anything. You're okay. Yeah. It's simple. I do tell myself that. Like, it's You're okay. okay. It's okay. It's okay. You're okay. Life is long, Biebs. It That's is. another thing, though, I do feel like. I know that right now. Not that I'm old, but I'm not young. Ooh, girl. You're not young, but comparatively, there's so much. Just think of how many times our lives have shift, shifted in the past 10 years. Yeah. I feel like I've lived like three different fucking versions of myself. <sighs> yeah. The way that you feel right now is how you feel, but you will never feel, you're never going to feel exactly this again. It's going to get better. It's going to get easier. It's just going to take fucking time. I was so hoping that I'd wake up today feeling better because yeah. that, that's happened where it's like... You're like, switch got flipped. Because like yesterday, I also think, I, I just, I should not be drinking. Agree. And, you know, I went to my friend's on Sunday for Game of Thrones, and we had, like, at least four bottles of wine. And it was a great night. Like, Oh, yeah, you had fun, I'm but then you paid that for that, that bitch. <laughs> but, ooh, girl, did I pay for that. <laughs> I was not. I stopped drinking because I was literally wrapped up in a situation emotionally. I had This is the feeling I had the night I stopped drinking. I was sitting in a car with him, and... I couldn't, I was like crying because he was mad and I was upset and I couldn't articulate what I wanted to say. And I remember waking up and being like, I don't ever want to feel like that again. And I'm not saying stop drinking forever, but I'm saying that like things that take you out of yourself when you already don't feel grounded in, in where you are, yeah. especially drinking, it's going to bring up all of that. Like, well, I, I mean, that's a, that's a time when people drunk text. That's a time when people like send risky, whatever. Like that is where you are just, it's all id. It's all just like what I want to say and do. And also all these feelings that I've been pushing down all day so I can just compartmentalize and get through. All the walls come down when you've been drinking. And yeah, girl, it's a fucking I literally circus. Like, there was a point in the night where I was sitting on the couch and I was pretty good the whole night, but then obviously... <laughs> yeah, girl, you told me. I this. got into my feelings and I started yeah. crying, and then like, don't my, listen to Drake. My one guy friend came over and sat next to me and put his arm around me, and then this girl to my left. <laughs> and then you start crying more because right, you're I like, oh, say, look at these human beings. I should say, this, <laughs> they. I don't know how to. Oh yeah, she, she or they go by they and them pronouns. Yeah, they them. They were next to me, um, and she. Uh, I'm sorry. They were. Oh God. They were putting their arm on me and like consoling mm-hmm. me. And it's literally like me crying between these two people. <laughs> yeah. With like two other people in the room also like all they're just listening to me. Yeah. And I don't want to... Girl, community be is... Be like that. I mean, I do appreciate that, but I understand that. But it's very vulnerable. It's very vulnerable. And they're all like, no, 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 like let it out, let it out. Yeah. But I understand that at some point it's going to get really tiring for people. 
It is, but it's only going to get tiring if you don't do My it fully. Still smell of garlic from cooking that. If night, you girl. don't do it, if you. But here's the thing: that kind of stuff goes on for months and months and months and years and years, where people are having that same kind of like visceral, like I'm crying and everything, yeah. because they're trying to hold it back, so it only can yeah. come out in small bits. It's better That's what I to jump in. <laughs> it's literally better to jump into it and to flush it out, to feel it. To use the fact that you have community, you have a support system, you have people that have it's all been there I'm, to some degree. That's even why I'm anxious to podcast you. sometimes. It's like, I just don't want to keep crying on the fucking podcast. Yeah, <laughs> girl, now you know how I felt for the past four years. <laughs> it's my brand. <laughs> like, I've, I've passed the baton to well, you no, but now. but I also think on the flip side... My it's, good crying bitch. It's good to be just open about it, you know? I mean, that's what the internet for me... Or not the internet, but, you know, being authentic and just being... F- transparent and how you feel like that's important when i go back to old podcasts or old videos where i was fucked up like i was so emotional yeah and it's been enough time it's like i empathize so much with myself because i can feel i can tap into that again but because time has gone by and i've experienced other things i literally am like i don't that's such a specific moment in my life yeah i understand it but i'm outside of it now there's gonna be a day yeah where you there are gonna be there's gonna be a time where you don't listen to this podcast mm-hmm. because it's just too cre- it's too close it's too mm-hmm. raw, and there will be a time years from now where you listen to this podcast and you're like, oh I don't feel that way anymore yeah, and you're gonna be wherever you are in your life with whoever that is, and you're not gonna feel exactly this way that you do now. So I know that's not exactly comforting because you're like well that comes with a lot of time and I'm in it now yeah but, no, I understand I understand I just again it's just. It was like getting hit by that car. Yeah, girl. And it was gone. Yeah. Without like any warning. Yeah. Any chance. Yeah, it feels again, tragic. Again, I, it's still like, it sounds like I'm blaming myself mm. or that it was my fault. And I know it's not. It's like a Capricorn. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just expected more. You expected an outcome. From someone I was dating To not even like I think Just like Talk it out Yeah But I think It's like paramount You know everything That's what I emphasize so much But look She's gotta do what she's gotta do She has to do what she has to do And I also think that The reality Is that You can do all of the right things In the world You can be perfect in everything and you can be so sure in it. And that is, it's the fucked up weird, dark comedy of life, girl, is that everything can be the way it is, (laughs) but anything shifts and it could change. I literally feel like I'm um, Jason Siegel in Forgetting Sarah Marshall right now, (laughs) where he was just like crying and so depressed. (laughs) Yeah. And like came out of nowhere for him and like didn't <laughs> yeah. like his, oh, I shouldn't get into yeah. some specifics, but um, yeah, I do feel like him right now where it's like, I'm going to my friends and crying over wine. Like it is funny yeah, <laughs> in, in a certain light, you know? Yeah. But everyone has to go through it. This is part of it. Just, I just and worked so much with her on, but now girl, together, you know, you get to take that energy and you get to put it back into yourself. Yeah. That relationship is not the defining thing of your life. 
That relationship is not the best thing about your life, even though it's felt like it's the best thing about your life, because there's still so much more to come. And now that you're not sitting here doing a balancing act of like, what should I say? What should I do? And like, and not that you're not going to be in that position again, but now you can do those things for you, which is a much scarier, harder thing to do. Like I said, I've had better days than I'm going through today. I know. Or even the past few days. Like, I know. I've been surprisingly pretty good. Like, like I said, once that, once we like agreed, okay, this is this is a breakup. You had clarity, yeah. There was a sense of closure. Mm-hmm. You know, Doesn't my, mean my it's not going to be hard. Wasn't racing. Oh, well, your mind will find other things to race about. That's what minds do. I mean, I do feel, yeah, I, I just clearly your mind's going to be looking for answers and things that you didn't de- even think about. Depression or... just crept up this weekend. Oh, depression! I guess is whenever a real I go see bitch. a fucking movie, I saw Endgame. But girl, every movie includes like love stories I and saw, relationships, of course. I saw Captain Marvel with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that's where like my we all cried at Cheesecake crying, Factory at some point in, that's in our lives. Like Sarah, bitch, forgetting Sarah Marshall scene, was like just bawling at a Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> bitch, I didn't realize how real crying in a Cheesecake Factory was until I did it. And again, pass it on to you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> we all cry over that brown bread. Okay, it's just part of growing yeah. up. <laughs> But this is crazy though. There's just like times where I'm like, oh, I'm good. Like, I'm great. Yeah. And there's times where it's like, I could cry instantly. Like, if I just. You're going to be angry. You're going to be sad. Thought about it, you know. You're going to make peace with it. And then you're going to go back and do it in a different order. That's, I mean, it's not a straight line. Yeah. Yeah. You're right on course. I like that person you showed me today. Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins. I thought you'd like her. I followed her. I shared some of her shit. I'm telling you, man. So when I'm in, I'm in a place like this, finding other people that even if, you know, normally I would be like, okay, well, that's easy to say when you're not in it. Sometimes you need that fucking hand to come down and just pull you up a little bit just to give you the words or something that you can repeat to yourself or just, it's like therapy when they question or they position something in a way you didn't think about it and your mind's racing in this direction and all of a sudden it, it gets caught off guard and you're like, oh, wait, it stops you and it puts you on a different path. That's why I love all that shit. I went through a big Gary V period in my life. Yeah. And then it was a lot. And maybe I'll dip back into Gary V eventually. But like I find that they're they're experts or they're just even people that phrase things in a way that I need to hear it. And when you find it at the right time in your life, that's what you, you know need. what also kind of really hurts? Hmm. Is that she seems like she's fine. Yeah. I don't get any sense that she's hmm. upset. Upset. And I mean, people are different, you know? That makes me realize that either she's hiding it really well or she just didn't feel the way I felt about her. The same way, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that, that she might not... sucks. Yeah. I don't disagree. But again, and this like is what I said she, to you this morning. The first time I ever saw her really, like, open up and be vulnerable was, was the at night. the end. Yeah, because we talked about some really personal stuff that mm-hmm. she discovered about herself. Mm-hmm. And, like, she lost it. She didn't, like, lose it crazy, but, like, she just, mm-hmm. as she said, she said it was the first time in her life she ever felt legitimately mm-hmm. triggered. But if she can't be open with you the way that you need and the way that you are. Right. No, you're right. All that's going to lead to is resentment on your end. I know that right now it feels like I, I mean, could wait for it and I could take time, but the reality is that someone that to needs work to work at it, you know. But someone that needs to work on themselves is sure. going to struggle to be working on you yeah. as a couple and to well, give she kept back saying to you. She's got to figure way. out how she can fill up her own cup first or something like that. I agree. I think that was like a metaphor I used. 
weeks prior. Yeah. But that's that. I mean, I've heard that one quite a bit. It's like you have to have you have to have a full cup. You can't fill up each other's cups. You have to fill up your cups, and then the overflow is what you give. Is where you where you can give and mix. You know. And if her cup's empty, her cup's empty. Yeah. You know, there's nothing that you're going to do or say that's going to fill that. I just can't help. It feels like not that I was lied to, but it was, and I don't want to say manipulated either. But it just she's just so not distraught over losing me. Yeah. That just... But she's not publicly distraught. Sure. You know? I mean, she never... Yeah, I mean, she rarely opens opens up to me now that I think about it. Again, I think that's part of the lesson is if she's not opening yeah, up to you. I think it. these are all things that you're going to... that As time goes on, you're going to look at and you'll be like, well, that didn't make me happy and I wasn't happy with that. And that didn't make me feel good. And within that, in the space of that, you're going to figure out what you need. It's only going to clarify what you need from people in your life. And it doesn't make them bad people for not being able to do that. But it just means that they're not right for you in the way that you want them or that they want to be right for you right now. Yep. You know, I think that... Who knows what the future holds, right? Your mind's going to do whatever it's going to do. someone else and... You're going to think... In whatever way you're going to think, you're going to focus on whatever you're going to focus on. But I do think that there's going to be a point where you're going to, and I think you've gotten to it in a lot of ways, where you're going to make yourself sick going back over, okay, this, 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 this. And like, I feel like I was, you know, the reality is that like, you're trying to still fix something that no one's in right now, except you're trying to fix it. My past. You're trying to go back and Doctor Who this shit. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that the pa- you can't go back and fix the past Yeah, for either of you. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily have... Like, I don't really regret anything. And I don't necessarily feel like I didn't do enough. Mm-hmm. It just felt like there was a, a side or a world of her mm-hmm. that she was keeping from me. Possible. That... Uh, maybe that's not the best way to describe it. Mean, we all it. do that to an extent. But, yeah, the, but see, the, I was what, so open with her mm-hmm. and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm saying. I think that you're saying exactly how you feel. I think I'm just trying to say that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You'll say, whatever you it is that you have to say and that you're gonna say is gonna come to you. I at just thought points. I was dating someone different. Well, that's a great reason not be in a relationship with them now. <laughs> not that she isn't who I think she is, but like, I thought we just had, I thought we were on the same page. Yeah. For a lot of it. And then to find out that's not the case and then not even be given a chance. The hard thing in that, right, is that. I feel like I'm talking in circles at this point. <laughs> welcome to a breakup. <laughs> it's, yeah. There's two, there's three sides of this, right? There's your side, her side, and the truth. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. And I think that, you know, listen, my fan fiction brain can go a million different miles and, and, and be like, well, maybe this, and maybe this, this is how I get myself into fucking situations because I'm reading into things and being like, well, maybe this, you know, maybe they didn't text me back because the, the they're accidentally, they sat on their phone wrong and it blocked me. Like, you know, yeah, <laughs> okay, my mind yeah. can fill up a, different, a million different things. Speaking from the perspective of like, I guess myself, but like 
other women that I've seen in my life. I think sometimes we're so used to doing so much compartmentalizing and so much making sure everyone's okay and that everything's all right and blah, 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 that we, um, we can come to conclusions on our own or make decisions on our own. And by the time we even bring it up to someone else, it's too far for us. And it sucks to be on the other end of that Mm -hmm. because it does feel like a betrayal. It feels like you were keeping something from me and I had no idea who you were. A bit of betrayal, yeah. But I would imagine that it's probably not as one-sided as that. No, no, I know it's complicated. You know, know. and that within that... I think I was trying to explain, like, not that I regret, but I do... Or not not that I want to change the past. Mm -hmm. I just wish I knew. Oh, yeah. If only we could all go back and know what we know now. And that may not have changed anything, you know? You might go, you might have gone back knowing what you know now and tried to open her up even more. And that might have had the exact opposite effect that you wanted. That's a good point. Yeah. If someone's not ready to be open in that way with someone, they're not ready. And there was no way that you were going to be perfect enough to undo trauma that you didn't pass on to her. Starting to help now where it's like, yeah, you and I did go back and be like, you need to work on your vulnerability, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But you don't know how she would have received that. She obviously wasn't. She probably in a would place. have been like, "I can't do that," and I'd be like, "Well, then I can't do this." Yeah, and you would have ended up in the same place that you are now. But you would have had yeah. more. You would have felt more control in the situation of like, at least I knew what I was going back and, and bringing up to the table. But you know, I hate, you know, I, not that I am hoping, but I'm not going to be waiting. Here's what I know. But it's like. I do wonder months, many months from now. Yeah. You know, maybe we can hang out and just check in. I think that you guys are going to hang out again. I think that you guys are going to have a friendship. I don't know what it's going to be beyond that. And it might be everything or it might not be. But I don't doubt that you guys are going to reconnect. And that's going to happen when it happens for both of you. But where you are both right now and who you are, you couldn't even... If today, all of a sudden she was like, let's get back together. You both have to change. You both have to shift. You can't come back into a relationship as the same people that you were or a friendship as the same people that you were. And all of that is going to include growing pains and awkward conversations and and feeling like you're moving backwards in some ways. Yeah. But again, it's it's like one of those things where like everyone can give you all of the advice and, and your support system can be there to comfort you. But at the end of the day, the story that you write is yours. Yeah. Everything that you take in, it's going to go exactly the way that it needs to go for you. And I mean, I sent you that Mel Robbins stuff today, but I mean, the thing that reminded me of the story she shared was that she didn't phrase it exactly like this, but this is what I took out of it, was that there are things that you feel like are happening to you and they are happening for you. It doesn't feel like that right now. Yeah. But if you had continued on in the trajectory that you guys were, keeping things copacetic, keeping things the way they were five years from now, 10 years from now, all of her stuff and all of your stuff would have come to the surface yeah. and you would have been married or you would have had kids or you would have been even further in and it doesn't make it better or easier now, but there's still an opportunity for everyone here to change in the way that they need to. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't, not saying you're wrong. I just feel like I was of the side of like, even if she did feel like that, like, let's work on it. 
Mm-hmm. But this is something that I think this is deeper. Is not about us. I don't think it has anything to do with you right now. Right. No, you're right. You know. So I think I I think that hopefully that will give you peace at some point. I just again know how good we are and how good we could be and how rare it has been to find a relationship like that and I just uh it's just hard to yeah it's just hard people that are connected on that level whether you believe in a soul or not anyone that has is that good together will find their way back together in whatever form they have to. Yeah. I believe that. I honestly do. I think that if you're right for each other, you'll be right for each other. But you're but, saying like not necessarily. But right a, now, rela- you're not romantic. right for each other. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? I can't say anything. I don't want to, you know, yeah, you, no, you, you want to hold on to the belief that like we'll to, be together and then it's, it feels yeah, like no. day one in six months. But I told her like, I'm not waiting. Yeah. I'm already on dating apps. <laughs> yeah. Not that I ever... But I think, you know, I think rebounds are a thing, but also, like, don't rush yourself. God, don't I feel just like you have to, like... something. Okay. <laughs> Better. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> Crying over this girl, but, I mean, I'll put my dick in something. Yeah, God, <laughs> it's something. like, Jesus Give Christ. Me a couch or I don't know. Oh. <laughs> God, this is not how I operate. <laughs> um, but whatever is going on, you could, at the end of the day, this could have been the most perfect relationship. This could have been for you with your perspective. Like you don't find this all that often. This comes along very rarely. Um, and I think two points to that one things that come around that rarely also have the capacity to leave that quickly. I mean, that's just the fucking, I mean, every, every piece of art and music and book and movie is focused on people that found that person. And then, their soulmate or whoever they thought it was, was there for a time, but it wasn't always forever. Yeah. Um, Sorry for cracking my knuckles, guys. It's fine. It's fine. My dad used to tell me I was going to get arthritis, and you know what I said to that? Fuck you, dad. I'm going to crack my Second knuckles. Second grade, just sitting there cracking everything. Cracking my wrist, too. Um, but I think that no matter how perfect this relationship was or seemed to you, and it's not because of you it was inherently. Very it was very healthy. But... It wasn't healthy for her. If if it, if this were completely, I don't want to phrase this. If this were great and healthy and perfect, I don't say I don't want to say it was perfect. I just know that it was. I just thought like, okay, if we do have problems, mm-hmm. we're going to be able to work it out. Yeah, yeah, and and openly talk and communicate about it because you know. But this is what you felt and thought. Yeah. But you, how do you make a healthy relationship when the people aren't healthy that are in it, in, yeah. their, in, their, in their personal stuff, or well, aren't fully connected or open in the way that they need to be for that relationship? Yeah, yeah. So I think that, again, it's the, the, the car was going to break down at some point. And I'm not talking about the one you were driving, girl. Like it was, no, that there one was, was hit. <laughs> there was a problem. There was a, there was a problem with the fucking brake lines. There's a problem with the engine. Something was happening, but everyone was like, but this, we like being in this. So we'll be in this. Yeah. And there was other stuff going on that eventually was going to pop up. But until obviously she is more grounded in her stuff and stronger in what she's doing and feels more complete and you feel more complete and you're more connected and you're happier, whatever this relationship was eventually going to become, it it, it was never going to become that without that, that separate growth. It just wasn't. 
it feels like it was healthy and it was good. And I'm not saying that it's not, but there clearly was other stuff going on or not being said or being Obviously. held back. Yeah. And I think on both ends, um, from yourselves and from each other. And I think that the, the, there's going to be such a grounding and an unveiling and just a revelation for both of you in so many ways moving forward. And it's yeah. not going to be hard or it's not going to be easy. And it's going to hurt. Yeah. But you have a support system. You have people that care about you. You're able to cry in a podcast whenever you need to cry in a podcast. Yeah, it's very soothing. It's very therapeutic. I feel better. <laughs> you got a puppy. You got an emotional support animal over here. You know, girl? And um, all you can do is keep moving forward. I'm going to San Francisco this coming weekend. See? Right. Things to look There's forward to. Things to do. So shitty feeling that I'm like, maybe I'll cancel. I'm not going to. I'm going to go. Yeah. But... These I, past few days, I, and I don't know, nothing really set me off. Oh girl, there's something, there's something that said enough that you just might not what be aware I do of. Friday. I don't know. Yeah, I think I I'm just, what I, I did think Friday. I'm, I think it's just hitting me more and more. Waves. Yeah, it's coming in like a wave right now. The waves will get smaller. Yeah. They won't feel like <laughs> I can they're. Hear that dog. I know. I can snoring. hear snoring. <laughs> Margo's very stressed about the situation. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. But I'm going to go to San Francisco. I'm going to New York in June to meet all these babies. That yeah, are born. I think going home and meeting all these babies is going to be real good Seeing people for at you. home is going to be real good. I think it is too. I think it's going to reconnect you to people that you care about and they care about you. Yeah. And I think... <laughs> I don't know if you guys snoring. can hear her snoring, but <laughs> yeah. she's got a little it's snore It's so going fucking out. cute. I can't deal with it. Oh, she's she's wrapped up in her little cocoon. Her little cocoon. Oh, she's so happy. You know, if only we could all all be as happy as Margo, you know, just sleeping. Yeah, right. Just blissfully <laughs> ignorant of one's own existence. It'd be yeah. great. I mean, all, she loves food and pooping outside. Ooh, that, that snore got strong. God damn. Oh, don't. Oh, let her be. I don't want her choking. Sleep apnea. If she chokes, she chokes. <laughs> I took her to the vet the other day, and they were like, any changes? I was like, no. And then I was like... Oh, wait, she did have like three seizures a few weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, but well, we were up in the mountains and we put a blanket over yeah. and then she was fine and she Altitude. hasn't done anything since. So, yeah. you know, they always want to get like a $400 EKG. And I was like, she's 11. We're just going <laughs> to, we're going to go day by day with this one. But she's fine. Of course, it's getting yeah. warmer and she's going to get these these allergies and this this chewing. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I'm ready. I'm ready to wrap it. How long it. we go for? Uh, we want it for almost an hour. Damn, it felt like two. Hour of Keith crying. Welcome to it. Uh, if this is if this is your fetish, you're welcome. Um, listen, we want to give a shout out to our Patreon BBs. Patreon keeps this podcast free as fuck, and it keeps these tears coming. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out to Brett New Dick Newman, who didn't have anything to promote, but wanted to send money our way and and thank us for making the podcast. We appreciate you, appreciate Brett. Appreciate that a whole lot. We love you. Uh, we have Ricardo. Um, Bad Bitch Barajas, we have Rachel Lee Gregory, we have Dean Debbie Downer, Sam, it's too much, Brodair, and Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Ramirez, okay. and it's time for the tuck I got a song. It's free, royalty, royalty free. Yeah. Oh, this is not bad. It sounds like Coldplay. Yeah. Valerie Hasbum, Tessa Violet, Ramla Hussein, Daniel Leonard, Teresa Morales, and Kyle Eakey. 
Um, if you want to support this is us, getting me emotional. This shit. Oh God, you and your fucking music. Uh, you know what's so different about you and me? Keith is like, I can't listen to sad music. I don't want to listen no. to anything that sounds cinematic. I don't want to be crying in my Uber. And I'm literally like, oh, I love silently crying in a fucking Uber. Oh, that's how I spent most of my no. first few years in Los Angeles, just leaving Dick's house and crying in the back of an Uber. Dick's house. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know, I can't specify the dick that I was leaving, yeah. but like hearing a song where the lyrics would just oh rip me apart and just giving into it like my little water soul loves it i listen to sad shit all the time it makes me happy it makes you know what it is it's not that it makes me happy it makes me feel so connected to something that is just universal and whenever i find a lyric or i find i I just love words so a, a phrase anything someone says and i'm like fuck that's ooh, you got it i got shivers from it i lean into that good Get all those tears out, girl. Yeah. That's the way to do it. I like talking to people. That's the most... Yeah, talking to people, too. Best one for me. I don't like being alone and crying. Yeah. Love a lonely cry. <laughs> Although I do prefer being alone when I cry. It's, it's a complicated, <laughs> you know, girl. You're a complicated boy. I'm a complicated boy. person. <laughs> complicated boy. <laughs> Just going to put on Lord of the Rings, girl. <laughs> Zone out for three hours plus. Um, I mean, what you I know. I did yesterday. I watched oh, the God. Fellowship of the Ring in you my know, bed. This is, these are times when I go to my room. It's okay, girl. Let you have your Lord of the Rings. Um, Still got to watch it, girl. Yo, shout out. Um... <laughs> Shout out to the bad reviews that well we got one on um you got a bad we, review? Oh we did. We we got Ooh. like a two out of five. Um first but one. we got one, uh, me and Ma- Michelle got one more specifically. Someone oh, oh. was like going after Michelle, even though me and Michelle do the exact same thing. And so, you know, a little casual racism. Um <laughs> I love to focus on her as if she's the asshole of the podcast. But we got uh, one of those comments. And then I looked at our page and we got I just want to give a shout out to Jen Ha Ten, who gave us two out of five stars. Is it, is it our the podcast? Ti- yeah, and the title is "Being High Isn't Good Content." Um, or is this your podcast? This is our podcast. You and me, bitch. Oh, you're not. Us. You're not high often on my podcast. On our podcast, I'm high always. Uh, I, I enjoyed the show for a while, but lately there's been too many episodes where Megan, my name spelled incorrectly, and sometimes Keith are high, and the show is just nonsense and painful to listen to. Well, so yeah. I just want to give a, a thumbs up to you, Jen Hotten. Um, appreciate your two out of five. Um, and hey. if I could roll it up in a blunt, I'd smoke it. So <laughs> listen, you can find Megan Tanjus on most things. You can find me Keith without a crew on most things. Keith W O A crew on Twitter. Listen, why don't you go leave some honest reviews, but only if they're nice over. A- <laughs> <laughs> now I'll take legitimate critique, but let's be real. I mean, if you, look, if that you person clearly just doesn't you, like marijuana. If you listen to this show for the past four she years, probably smoke some. And you're like, I don't like when people are high or when it's nonsense. I don't know what podcast you've been yeah, listening to because this. But Literally is a podcast of ooh, nonsense. We still got to do a question, don't we? God damn. We do. Uh, well, listen, again, patreon.com slash adventures and roommating. We will see you next week. Leave us a little review. And good, good night. Good night. And, and goodbye. Good